This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Good morning and welcome to another big episode of Jack and Payne uh, with me, Jack Revolt, and of course the Australian Test cricket captain Tim Payne. Thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate specialist. Payne coming in live from Hobart, mate. Uh, how are things down there? A bit of a wet, wet and windy one yesterday. Morning, Jack. Yeah, it certainly was. Yesterday was a bit, uh, a bit rough and wild. Uh, hoping it clears up, but I think we're going to get more of the same today by the looks of things. So, um, looks like we'll have a, a wintry TSL Grand Final week, which is, which is great. It'll be, uh, nice and cold up there in Lonnie. Exactly, mate. It's a uh, big week in Tasmanian sport. Obviously, with the TSL Grand Final happening between the North Launceston Bombers, who have dominated Tasmanian football for. Near on a decade now, and of course, the team that finished top of the ladder, the Launceston Blues, that we played at Utah Stadium uh, at 2pm on Sunday, 1629 SEN. If you want to have a, a listen to that, uh, we've got, of course, got our man, David Lithgow. He'll be making the call, uh, and he'll be uh, charging there. He loves loves the footy up the north end of the state, and he's the voice of Tasmanian footy right here on SEN. Well, around the country, Payne, it's preliminary final week. Uh, big, big week, and, and we're very lucky that we're going to have a, a guest from the Melbourne Football Club, Troy Chaplin, on today to chat all things Melbourne. Uh, he's getting up nice and early over there in Perth, and he's going to tell us what it's like inside the Melbourne rooms, mate. Uh, what do you make of prelim final week? Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. I'm looking forward to, to Troy coming on this morning. I want to speak to him about uh, his first impressions of you, firstly, back in 2012 when he came to the Richmond Footy Club. But, yeah, two big games, obviously. Um, Melbourne, Geelong. Geelong coming off a really good win against the Giants uh, and the Bulldogs in that ripper against the Lions. So looking forward to them going to Adelaide and, and playing against... Uh, sorry, they're in Perth, aren't they? Uh, yeah, no, that game's being played in, that is in uh, Adelaide. In Adelaide, yeah, no, Port Adelaide yeah. have got the home ground advantage. One of the they'll be hard to beat again. They'll be but, very yeah, hard. The to Bulldogs, beat there. that was an absolute belter of a game, wasn't it, against the Lions? So hopefully another couple of close ones. And um, not sure who I want to win, to be honest, Jack. But looking forward to the two very, very good games. Well, as always, we'll go into a little bit more depth and detail with those two preliminary finals in the AFL later in the show when David Lithgow uh, joins us. Um, for, uh, for his footy rap, uh, local and national as well. So, Payne, it's uh, it's my favourite week of football prelim final. Well, grand final week is my favourite week of football. But as a football lover, this week is just something that, I mean, you, you, you've got your two best games. Uh, you've got, well, we've, we nearly have the top four sides there. Obviously, the dogs just got pipped in that last little, uh, last few seconds of the 2021 uh, regular home and away season there and, and missed out on that spot to Brisbane. But... It is just the football purist weekend. We're going to sit back. We're going to see the best four sides go at it. And uh, I am really looking forward to, to what could be a couple of big, big games. From my own experience, though, Payne, 
Yep. Prelim finals, they they are the hardest ones to win. It's they the a, most nerve wracking for you? It is. It is the most nerve wracking one to get in because once you get to the the big dance and the and the grand final. Um, you've actually made it. You get to soak in the whole week of the yep. grand final parade and everything comes with open training sessions and having people come along and all the well wishes and the messages. But there is something really nerve-wracking about getting actually getting there. And that, that is the prelim final. And obviously in 2017, 19 and 2020, we were able to make it through and have a successful, uh, successful stints through those prelim finals. But it is uh, 2018 was obviously the disappointing one. And it's the one where... You can be the best team for the whole year, and, and let's be honest, Melbourne probably have been the best team for the whole year, but if they get it wrong on prelim Ooh. final week, it's uh, I won't say it's all for nothing, but yeah. it will leave a very sour taste in the in the mouth of, of the losers this Has to. weekend. Has to, and I've, I've often thought about that, because the AFL Grand Final itself is such an event, and the week is such a build-up, it's... I would imagine as an AFL player, just being a part of it, obviously you want to win the Grand Final, that's the ultimate goal, but... To obviously to win it, you've got to be there and to be a part of a, um, you know, the stuff around Melbourne all week, the parade, the build-up, particularly if you're a big Melbourne club like Melbourne are. Obviously, this week's going to be slightly different for them, which is which is unusual being over in Perth and the grand final being in Perth. But I've often thought when you get so close to something as big as an AFL grand final, that's got to be the most nerve-wracking of weeks, trying to keep keep everyone on on track and on course to hopefully lift that premiership cup. Uh, it's, it's obviously going to be, uh, I suppose, even doubled down a little bit. Most of our players are away in uh, in quarantine at the moment, so a lot of idle time to do a lot of thinking, Tim. Uh, another big thing that's happened in, well, Tasmanian sport, in Australian sport, Paney, is the fact that, and we flagged this a couple of weeks ago, um, like always, we're always ahead of the agenda and we've got our ears to the ground uh, and we've, saw, we've seen what's happened over there in Afghanistan, unfortunately, and it's looking like the test match in Hobart isn't going to happen. It's extremely doubtful. Um, yeah. What are you, What's your thoughts? Cricket Australia have put out a statement yesterday. Um, it yep. doesn't look great, does it? No, it's not looking good. I think, um, yeah, I think we're in a world of trouble. There's no doubt about that. But I think the reasoning around it is, is obviously fair enough. Um, there's probably two levels to it, really, isn't there? There's the, there's the cricket aspect to it um, from an ICC point of view that, um, you know, to play in, to be a test cricket playing nation, you have to have a, an international women's team. Um, and obviously with, with what's going on over there at the Taliban at the moment, they're banning women from from playing any sort of sports. So that, that obviously has implications at an ICC level. Um, and then secondly, as we said, from a, um, a female's point of view, a human rights point of view, to exclude half of your population from, from being able to do something is, um, is not on. And I don't think you know, we want to be associated with countries that um, you know, taking opportunities or or things off off literally half of their population. So it's it's sad from two points of view. It's sad that, that that's happening over there and people are having to live like it. Um, and from a, a cricket fan and a cricket person's point of view, um, and a Tasmanian to have a Test match most likely now called off um, is is very disappointing. But um, as we'll speak to our premier later on, Jack, you and I have got a plan. We want an Ashes Test. You have a plan. I like hearing this. I have a plan, yep. and I'm going to share it with you later on. But I think we can sneak the fourth Test off Sydney, get it to Belrive Oval, uh, and that will probably, let's be honest, be better than having the Afghanistan Test here in the first place. So we'd be happy with that. We'll settle for that. Just, just want to back over that. As Australian cricket captain, Test captain, um, you, you support wholeheartedly what Cricket Australia have said here in terms of. Like you said, there's the cricket side of it, but the human yep. uh, human rights aspect of it is is certainly uh, more important. Yeah, absolutely. I think they've well, they're heading towards making the right call with with what's presented in front of them at the moment. 
um, as they said in their statement, Cricket Australia and the ACA and all players in Australia are hugely supportive of, of female cricket and trying to grow the game. And um, as I said, that's first and foremost. And then secondly, just generally equality around the world and making sure that all people, um, male or female, have the same opportunities to, to chase their dreams, whether that's in sport, business or, or whatever. I think that's really important. So we certainly stand with Cricket Australia and the ACA at the moment on their strong stance. And as I said, it's disappointing um, that we won't probably get a test match down here, but we're, yeah, we're absolutely standing alongside them um, with where they've landed at the moment. And on that point, uh, we've got Federal Sports Minister Richard Colbeck, Tasmania as well. He was on weight yep. yesterday and had this to say. Well, we've made a very clear statement, as you've indicated overnight. We don't support excluding women from sport at any level. It's simply unacceptable. So we're really concerned about the reports that came out last night. Of course, we've also uh, urged the ICC and other global sporting authorities to take a stand against this if in fact this is the case so um, we'll be using our channels to confirm what's been reported in the media yesterday but it's just not acceptable that women are excluded from sport. There you go there that's uh, Federal Sports Minister Richard Colbeck on uh, Waitley yesterday here on 1116 SEN in Victoria uh, it, it could not be more clear that um, this isn't this isn't going to go ahead Payne yep. and uh, we have to start the search for another another Test match to be had in Tasmania this we year. We do. We do. I tell you what's interesting, though. Well, what I think is interesting is that at this stage, we've heard from Cricket Australia, we've heard from the Australian government, we've heard from the Australian Cricketers Association. As yet, we've heard nothing from the ICC, which I think is fascinating, really, given that there's a T20 World Cup in just over a month's time. Um, and, and Afghanistan at the moment are obviously in that. So it be interesting to see what, what happens in that space. Does a team just get kicked out of the World Cup? Or, I mean, yeah, we've heard literally no comment from the ICC, so it'll be interesting to see where that lands. But I would imagine it's it's impossible if you know if teams are pulling out against playing against them and governments are not letting them travel to our shores. Then how a, a team like that can be allowed to play in a, an ICC sanctioned event is is going to be very very hard to see. If if the this is sort of a question without notes. If if they are allowed to play in that T Twenty World Cup, can you foresee nations actually taking a stand and and not Playing yeah. against them as a, as a, a basically, I think so. A, yeah, to, to yeah. Show I, I think it'll be something will, that will be discussed team by team. I know going years back, I'm not sure if you remember, but there was tours that went to Zimbabwe with a similar um, thing under the um, Mugabe regime, which was which was similar. Um, it didn't get to the stage where teams were pulling out, I think, but I know that teams were were sending half strength teams because key players in those teams refused to go to that country or refused to play against them. Uh, when they come. And of course, there was the famous, um, I think it was Henry Alonga, who, who was chased out of Zimbabwe after he went to a World Cup and protested against his government. So um, this, it certainly happened, but to see them pulled out of a tournament or to have countries boycott it, um, I think will literally be something that teams will discuss on the eve of that World Cup or, or the coming summer. Certainly, I watch this space here in international cricket. Well, as I mentioned off the top, Haney, we have got a massive show today with Collingwood superstar and high flyer and Tasmanian Dodgers boy. Jeremy Howe will be chatting to Troy Chaplin, the assistant coach at the Melbourne Football Club. As always, we'll have David Flash Lithgow. But up next, the man that's in charge of all of us, Paney, Peter Gutwin, the Premier of Tasmania. This is Jack and Paney on SEN Hobart and right around the country on the SEN app.